All right, Super Bowl week, 49ers and Chiefs, a rematch of the Super Bowl we saw almost a handful of years ago now. That was a really close game. Might remember the missed throw from Jimmy Garoppolo that could have won it, at least tied it for San Francisco. So I think we're in for another good one, and the spread would certainly uh, indicate that Vegas thinks so as well. It's Honorado and Miller. You're stuck with just Honorado this week. Good to get back into the podcast, and so we're happy to be on if you're watching us live or on a Thursday night. We're with you on Thursdays at 6.30 on News Channel 13 social media. If you're catching us on the weekend, it's Super Bowl weekend by now, Saturday nights and Sunday mornings, but uh, still before kickoff. We'll give you, I'll give you our picks, both me and Ashley. We'll look back on the wild card weekend. We were really good with our picks on wild card weekend, the season totals look surprisingly really good. We'll remember 23-24 for our picks as being really good this year. And we've got a bunch of guests to get to. Novice Clothing Company, proud partner of the podcast. They've got a player on the Chiefs and a player on the 49ers. We'll talk with Garrett Bernardo, one of the owners of Novice Clothing Company, about this exciting weekend for the company to have Harrison Butker and George Odom playing in Super Bowl 58. We'll talk with Greg Gattuso, UAlbany football head coach, now that signing day is in the books and almost, almost all the incoming class has been announced and is ready to go. And then we'll step out outside of sports as we know you, you know, we like to do that a little bit. We'll talk with Joe Mignoso, Jesse Schramm, two of the stars of the NBC Chicago series, Chicago Fire, Chicago Med, a lot to do this week on the pod. Let's get it going. This is Honorado and Miller, sponsored by Alpen House. A lot of love to all of our partners here on the show. Alpenhouse, certainly, of course, our title sponsor, uh, but Saratoga Eagle with Michelob Ultra uh, and a new venture for the owner, Jeff Euclid. We'll talk about that in the coming weeks from Saratoga Eagle. Our guys, Novice, as I mentioned, Marcellus Appliance Center, Performance Industrial. We'll get to the Dirty Difficult Done segment of the week here as well. But this is it's Super Bowl week. And, you know, it's funny, watching Conference Championship Sunday, um, Ash and I both found ourselves pulling for the, the opposite sides here, Detroit and Baltimore, just for something different and new. But truth be told, the same way I view the Final Four in the men's basketball tournament, I want the best teams when we get down to it all. And now that we've got one game to decide a champion, I think we've got the best teams. Kansas City is still incredibly good, and they're getting better this year. For as poorly as they played at times this season, they've got it going now. Kelsey is an impactful player, again, from the tight end position. Patrick Mahomes is playing really well. The run game is underrated, and I'll talk about what Isaiah Pacheco might do on Sunday against this 49ers defense. But then you look at San Francisco, they were the class of the NFC all year long. So I think we have the best matchup. People might, there may be a little Kansas City fatigue the way we got with New England, fourth Super Bowl in five years for Kansas City. 
How about that? Man, that's rare territory right there. Rare, rare territories. Patrick Mahomes can become the fifth quarterback all time with three or more Super Bowl victories. You know, Brady, Montana, Bradshaw, Aikman, Mahomes can join that group with three or more Super Bowl victories. So uh, a spot perhaps in the history books for Patrick Mahomes, even before he turns 30 years old. Pretty incredible what he may accomplish uh, on Sunday if the Chiefs can beat the 49ers. Again, it's a small number you see there. Some books have it at two and a half in San Francisco's favor. Number I saw midweek was one and a half uh, in favor of San Fran. So that's the number we're using here on the show uh, as I'll give uh, our picks coming up here in a little bit. What There's history here for the 49ers too. They can tie the Patriots and Steelers for most Super Bowl titles as a franchise with six. Um, so there's a, a lot here at stake. It's, 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 I think it's going to be fun. I, I, We've gone more than five minutes into the show, and I haven't said Taylor Swift's name. There it is. It's it's kind of comical to me how angry people get. The, the fact that networks are showing Taylor Swift at the game. Like, yes, she is a beyond ridiculously famous global celebrity. If she's at any sporting event, the network is cutting away to shots of her in the crowd multiple times throughout the game. Period. It happens. Watch a Knicks game. Watch a Lakers game. It happens all the time. It's it's. She's one of those celebrities that can't win. And and I'm not like obsessed with her on any level. I think she's ridiculously talented. But I just think that she's always in a no win situation. Um, people love to hate on her. And you know what? It's been good for ratings for the NFL, and it's been good for her brand and Travis Kelsey's brand too. So I'm sure. Uh, they aren't complaining. The the conspiracy theories that are out there that the NFL rigged this thing so that Taylor Swift would be at the Super Bowl in Las Vegas, I, I can't get behind it. The Chiefs have the best quarterback in football. That's how they got there. And Kansas City's defense is the best it's been since Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes were leading this kind of charge. So I, quick number I'll throw out at you, the over-under, I saw was 47 and a half. I like the under. I like the under. I think they combined to score 51 a few years ago, different teams. I like the under in this one. And that leads me to this here. If it isn't Mahomes and if it isn't Brock Purdy to win MVP, Christian McCaffrey, of course, is a guy a lot of people talk about. A lot of people are talking about Travis Kelsey. But here's where I see the difference coming in this game. It's the 49ers front four for me. A unit that has been underwhelming for stretches of the season, hasn't done enough in the postseason to this point, if you ask me, when you have guys like Nick Bosa and Chase Young on the outside, and you've got good guys in the middle. Hargrave, of course, being most notable among that group. This is a big difference maker. Can they get to Mahomes? Uh, the Niners won't have their all-pro left guard, Joe Tooney. Can the tackles hold up against those DNs? Do the Chiefs have to use Kelsey in blocking situations? Are they running two tight ends, Justin Watson, out there to try to uh, give Mahomes a little bit of protection? Does Isaiah Pacheco have to stay in to pass pro? 
that could be a big factor. 49ers receiver. You've got all pros in Brandon Ayuk and Debo Samuel. Talked about this Chiefs defense. It's been really, really good. Are these guys going to get separation to make some of these throws easy for Brock Purdy? Or can they get a lot of yards after the catch? Those two units for the Niners. I think for Kansas City, it's it's Isaiah Pacheco. And I'm going to throw a little bit down on Pacheco to score two touchdowns on Sunday. Pacheco to score two touchdowns. And you'd say, hey, if he scores two touchdowns, isn't he the MVP? If the Chiefs win, yeah, maybe. Maybe. I think Pacheco's a difference maker here. Um, he's been averaging 70 yards a game. Niners have shown a weakness in the run game. They give up more than 100 yards to Aaron Jones, a game that Packers, you know me, certainly should have won. I think the Chiefs will be able to run the ball effectively against San Francisco, and I think Pacheco could be in for a, a pretty good game. Uh, in Super Bowl 58. All right, we'll do our picks here coming up uh, in a little bit. We have two newly named defensive coordinators in the NFL with strong capital region ties. We'll talk about the opportunities ahead for Anthony Weaver and Jeff Halfley. NBA trade deadline has come and gone. Any impactful moves that we're really watching? We'll talk about that a little bit as well. And Bill Belichick left out in the cold when it comes to head coaching positions. Are we surprised? Should we be surprised? We're back on Honorado and Miller right after this. Great memories start with Alpenhouse. Alpenhouse Ski and Board Shop, Amsterdam and Clifton Park Center. The great thing about novices, no matter who you are, they're going to put all the detail in the world into your brand. I feel like they have been a big part of my success, making me feel comfortable. This is Harrison Butker, Super Bowl champion kicker for the Kansas City Chiefs. Claim your crown. And now, back to Honorado and Miller. Sponsored by Alpenhouse. All right, here we go. Pick time. Pick time. Let's look at how we did Wild Card Weekend, and we'll run through this really quickly. My picks, Ash's picks from Wild Card Weekend. There were six games. How did we do? Six and oh. And I will take that. I'm feeling good. Looking at that 51 and 40 at worst. I finished 10 games over 500, and there's Ash. She's over 500 as well after a four and two wild card weekend all right who do we like in the super bowl i'm the world seems to be on kansas city and i was too but it just felt like a lot of momentum in that way i know they have mahomes and kelsey and andy reed and i i'm taking the niners here i mean do we forget they probably have the best running back in all of football, Christian McCaffrey. You mentioned those two all-pro wide receivers. George Kittle is still a top-tier tight end. They've got the defensive guys that are front four we mentioned, but don't forget Fred Warner and Dre Greenlaw in the linebacking core. I, Niners, I think Kyle Shanahan, i say, finally gets one. I'm, I'm taking the 49ers. Ash likes the Chiefs here. And how do you argue against that pick, given uh, what they've been able to accomplish as a franchise in the last five years 
as we mentioned. Uh, all right, how about the news here? The defensive coordinators being named here, Anthony Weaver, Jeff Halfley. Weaver is a Saratoga Springs grad, played for Notre Dame, and then for the uh, Texans and Ravens. He is the Dolphins' new defensive coordinator. And Jeff Halfley, who played football at Siena College when that uh, school still had a football program, leaves the head coaching position at Boston College. Interesting to take a defensive coordinator job in the NFL. We are going to have both of these guys on this show sometime in the month of March. So certainly look out for that. At Marcella's Appliance Center, our commitment is to you, providing essential appliances that families depend on for cooking, refrigeration, cleaning, and sanitation, plus appliance repair. You can have peace of mind that Marcella's is here for you today and every day, like we have been since 1957, helping you make the right choice with trusted brands like Whirlpool, Maytag, KitchenAid, and many more. Shop Marcellus Appliance Center in-store, online, or by phone. We're here for you. I don't care what kind of stories that's been told on you. That may be a lot of things in life you used to do. carbs and 95 calories and now back to honorado and miller sponsored by alpen house back on honorado and miller super bowl week and look it's rare we have a local connection to the super bowl but we've got a few reasons to talk super bowl 58 chiefs niners with our guy Garrett Bernardo from Novice, because two novice athletes are in the Super Bowl this year. Harrison Butker, Chiefs kicker, George Odom, who got a shout-out as special team star in the NFC Championship game, and he's exactly that. He's been an all-pro, uh, George Odom from the 49ers. Gee, it's good to see you, man. Hey, congrats on just this thing working out so perfectly for you guys. Yeah, it's just how we planned it. I mean, we talked to the guys in the beginning of the season. We said, you know, you, you both, if you're going to be novice athletes, you got to be in the Super Bowl. Hey, don't no, go there, I, man. There are, there are a lot of conspiracy theorists out there that think the Chiefs are only there because of Taylor Swift. So don't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, honestly, it's just the coolest thing ever. I mean, the Super Bowl to have two athletes opposing teams going head to head. We're really, really excited. And, it's going to be a great game. I, you know, I, I don't know if I should say, but I, I don't think I expected the Chiefs to be in this game. Um, the Niners look pretty strong all year, but the yep. Chiefs have become a new team. So I guess it makes it that much more exciting. Yeah, I mean, look, you, you win either way, which is nice. Uh, Butker kicks the game-winning field goal with eight seconds to go in last year's Super Bowl. So, I don't know, are you thinking like, hey, lightning doesn't strike twice, we can put a little money up here and and feel good about it. You guys are doing something really cool. I'll outline it quickly, and then you give me a little more background and information on it. A $100,000 pledge. That's a lot of money. You could have said... Hey, we'll do a thousand dollars, but you go a hundred thousand dollar pledge donation uh, to what's called the Hope Center in Kansas City. Uh, Harrison does a lot of work for them, I know, 
and you've decided that if Butker wins the MVP, Novice is going to make a $100,000 donation uh, to this organization in Kansas City, which does a lot of good for uh, youths especially, but families in need in the Kansas City area. And then we'll get into the other side too. But, but here, a kicker yeah. to an MVP it would be a first, and you guys would be on a hook for a big donation, man. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, to be honest, it's like I think we always are looking for ways to use the platform that God gives us. And with Harrison being on the national stage and like I think everyone that's been following Harrison knows he's had the opportunity to kick some game winners. I mean, we were fortunate enough to be at the game, the Super Bowl last year when he kicked the game winner. Um, But really just saying, okay, is can we use this opportunity to create, you know, an opportunity, an opportunity to do more good. Um, and that's where just with talking to Harrison and his team about, you know, what are, you know, what's a foundation that you're really passionate mm-hmm. about that we could come behind to do something special. That's where the hope center and KC came up and, you know, an amazing organization that's supporting, um, you know, youth, but really kids of all ages through even the college age demographic um, to do great things in the KC community um, and things that we felt like really aligned with with our brand. So, um, yeah, the pledge is definitely it makes it an exciting headline, I think. But but more so, we feel like, you know, coming together and using what we can do to just draw some some positive attention on a foundation that's doing great things too in Kansas City. Yeah, so, it would be the first time you guys uh, helped write a big check for a worthy organization with all the, the good stuff you guys do in the capital region. Um, mm-hmm. All right. Okay. So if he doesn't win MVP, there's still a way for communities to win big time. And that's if Harrison kicks the game-winning field goal with a minute or less to play you guys are going to outfit some high school varsity football teams. Where did this idea come up? Yeah. Well, that's just like we wanted to make sure that we had an opportunity to put what we do best out there. Um, and obviously tying in the the two teams and the cities that are going head to head. We thought it would be a fun way to just let, you know, the Kansas City and the San Francisco community know like, hey, we're out here and you know, we provide that the premium custom team apparel and, and the sportswear, but um, to really just say, hey, like root for our guy, you know, watch our guy in, in, in the biggest stage. And should he get that opportunity again to kick the game winner? Um, we want to come behind it in a big way and, and open up more relationships through it. So um, our whole business is built on relationships and we just have been very blessed to meet so many amazing people in schools and organizations over the years. So I think, you know, with the Super Bowl, depending on how things go, we hope to meet amazing new um, people through this and, and groups. So, yeah, we've, we've actually already been getting some calls from some schools that are seeing the, the press release. Um, so, yeah, it's it's an opportunity to to really um, build a relationship. So we're excited for that. Yeah, you'd be donating football jerseys to schools in San Francisco and uh, 
in Kansas City area is really cool. And you're right. I'm sure a lot of schools are like, you know, technically we may not have a Kansas City mailing address, but we are. In. So, yeah, good problems to have, right? Good problems right. to have. That would mean Harrison made a huge kick and you guys can do uh, a lot of good. A couple of things here that are, well, let me just ask you, um, how will you be rooting on Sunday? Because I know we all say like, oh, I don't have a rooting interest, but a lot of times I say that too. And I feel, I, I find myself pulling one way or another. Did you grow up a, a Niners fan by any chance being a kid of the nineties or a Cowboys fan or always the Giants? Yeah. Giants. I was Giants, Giants fan, went to Giants camp growing up. So yeah, I mean, that's the Giants, the Giant roots are still me at my core. Um, having a couple athletes in it, it's kind of hard to, you want to root for them to do well yeah. and play their best. Um, I think the storylines on both sides are really cool. Like Chiefs are kind of building a dynasty here. So it'd be a special story if they came out on top. But with Brock Purdy and, and, and the 49ers and what they're doing, um, and we'd love to see it for George, like his his first yeah. Super Bowl ever. So um, it's, it's hard for us to really root, pick a, a team. Like we'll, it's kind of a win-win for us either way. Uh, so yeah, we're just looking forward to the game. All right. I'll let you off the hook. Um, unrelated <laughs> to the Super Bowl here, another novice athlete who's had a really good week is Joseph Gerard third playing his grad year at Clemson. The Tigers go to the Dean dome and win at North Carolina, the number three team in the country at the time. Um, that, I mean, it, you, you have guys just everywhere. Yeah. I, I mean, we were rooting for Joe when they were up against Duke. Some questionable calls at the end oh, no. there. Um, but last night's game was so awesome. I mean, to just see – just to see, yeah, Clemson really come in and, and make a statement against UNC. I think their all-time record's like 2-60. and 60, Correct. Uh, yeah. Like against UNC. So that was a statement win. And I, I'm excited to see them make a run in the tournament. Yeah, P.J. Hall plays really well for them uh, as well, yeah. uh, down at Clemson. Um, okay, locally, G, and I'll let you run after this. Uh, it was announced on Wednesday morning that Section 2, and specifically the Sur Suburban Council schools, are adding girls' flag football for the spring of 2024. Yes. Really cool. New sport. It's rare you get new sports added, but we had girls' golf added recently. Now girls flag football because that sport has just absolutely exploded across the state, across the country. They're going to have a state championship. I mean, it's going to incorporate every single level of competition that that you know a high school sport would have. And novice gets to outfit all of those teams. How cool is that to be at the ground level of uh, a sport that is giving girls an opportunity to play a sport they otherwise wouldn't have the chance to play, really? Yeah, I mean, obviously we're all in. We're so excited for the opportunity. And, I mean, yeah, it's going to be a cool uniform to make, too. Uh, on the design front, we're already working on, on the designs and nice. you know, doing some reversibles. But um, it's cool to see Section 2 just growing it in that way. Um, I, I, I'm really excited to just watch the progression of it because I think there's probably a lot of women out there that are excited to to show what they can do out, out on the field. I 
I had a personal experience where when I was down in, in South Carolina at school, um, I coached a powder puff flag flag football team and we we did win it all. Um, but those girls knew more about football than I did. And maybe it's because they, they were down in the south, but uh, it was it was a lot of fun. So uh, I'm excited to get going with this. And yeah, like we've seen even the sport of volleyball take off with, with what what's going on in, in the AAU leagues and, and all that. So who knows, maybe uh, flag football is, is the next big thing. So it's cool. They, they played at the pro bowl. If it ended up in the Olympics one day, I don't think anybody would, uh, would be surprised. Uh, and the announcement was made on national girls and women in sports day, which is really, really cool. Uh, just wow. perfect timing for that. So that was, that was awesome. Dude, congrats as always on all the success. Uh, enjoy Sunday being hopefully stress-free <laughs> because however it shakes out, it's uh, it's good for novice, man. Thanks, G. No doubt. Thank you for having me on. I appreciate it. Teams. Athletes. Organizations. We're transforming the custom apparel industry through products and purpose. Claim your crown. At Marcella's Appliance Center, our commitment is to you. Providing essential appliances that families depend on for cooking, refrigeration, cleaning, and sanitation, plus appliance repair. You can have peace of mind that Marcella's is here for you today and every day, like we have been since 1957, helping you make the right choice with trusted brands like Whirlpool, Maytag, KitchenAid, Jenner, and many more. Shop Marcella's Appliance Center in-store, online, or by phone. We're here for you. And now, back to Honorado and Miller, sponsored by Alpen House. All right, back on Honorado and Miller, and we say it a lot, 90% sports on this show. But anytime we can land some guests like Joe Mignoso and Jesse Schramm, we're all over it. The uh, two stars from two of the three hit Chicago shows on NBC, and it's back Wednesday night. And uh, this is certainly something we've all been missing since uh, entertainment was shut down for a little bit, but back in a big way now. Uh Joe and Jesse, it's it's great to have you on the show. Thanks for doing this. How are you? Great. Thank you so much for having us. Wonderful. Yeah, thank you. Uh, why is it possible to not have too much Chicago on one night? Oh, I because it's not it's not it's impossible to have too much Chicago. Period. In general, uh, you know, it's like it's the greatest city ever, uh, and if you're lucky, you get three hours a week. Yes. Uh, that's the way I see it. Yes. Are there are there any like rivalries between the shows as to who gets slotted where and and is Med responsible for all the success of the others because it kickstarts <laughs> things? Is that stuff talk about talked about? Interesting, interesting. interesting. I'll let you handle that. <laughs> Uh, well, you know, um, um, I mean, I have a lot to say, but I'm going to let her speak. <laughs> well, I think all the shows complement each other so well. They're so different in so many ways. They have Chicago as their backdrop, though, and they have a lot of action, a lot of drama, and a lot of heart. So they have so many 
so many things that are similar and there's so much that's different about them too. So I think that what's different is what keeps people tuned into everything. And what also keeps them tuned in is that they, that they have a family within Chicago. It's just every hour you're getting a different family. You're getting a different house at Thanksgiving, basically. That's so well put. Right? But also <laughs> Chicago Fire did start the whole thing. <laughs> you know, you, they you, were the you, platform. <laughs> you had the mic drop ready, Joe, uh, and I'll still let you. I'll still let you take this one here, um, because Jesse was really born right there in Chicago. You spent a lot of time in Chicago. Why? What is it about the city of Chicago that almost makes it necessary to have lived there and experienced it and grown there? that translates through character development? Well, I would certainly say the blizzard that we're in right now is a big part of it. Um, Yeah, I mean, one of the things that you get to look forward to in Chicago filming uh, is the weather will almost always never cooperate. uh, And so we are constantly dancing um, to be able to make it through. You know, Jesse doesn't have to worry about that so much. Uh, over on Club Med, uh, they uh, have a kind of a more relaxed kind of vibe you know, going we have on. A more steady. Yeah, all their trailers are indoors, for... <laughs> uh, and uh, just the best crafty setup ever, really. Uh, but uh, you know, it's true. It's true. Uh, you, you, I, the, the, that's I think one of the great things about the fact that we get to film here is that we live in it. You know, and I think that that translates incredibly to the screen. Like it's like you really get to see how we interact with the elements around us day in and day out. Mm. And you know, as somebody who's from New York and has lived in Chicago for almost twenty years now, like the city is just so incredibly welcoming and so embracing. And it's like that kind of love you just you just want to live in it forever. You know, I'm a law. I'm a I'm a Chicago lifer. Ooh. Okay, well, that's going to lead into my next series of questions here. Jesse, being the Chicago win that you are, um, yes. you're a, you're a North Sider. You're uh, automatically makes you a Cubs fan, right? I mean, you can't deviate from that. Are you allowed to? Oh, Here's no. the thing. <laughs> oh no. Here's the thing. I have to be honest. In growing up, I was I was a White Sox fan, like I was, and now I feel like I'm I'm more of a Cubber. Okay. And Joe, have you lost any of those New York roots in your fandoms and and changed to Chicago in any way? Uh, uh, The Chicago Cubs won the World Series the year that I got married. You're welcome. Um, So uh, I I figure like, you know, I'm I'm a fan of sports in general. I like watching uh, teams excel. um, And but and I and. It is just a fan. It's, I'm just happy to be able to watch anything. Do you see how careful he was with that? Yeah, I'm being very political now. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I'm watching myself. <laughs> I don't want to piss off anybody in New York or Chicago. Sports are all great, and so are all cities. I love sports. <laughs> waiting, waiting for a mayor's office to open somewhere soon. Um, Jesse, it's funny. I. I'm not uh, medically inclined in any way, but I always tell friends and family, don't Google the symptoms. Don't go on WebMD. However, as somebody who is now playing a doctor, do you find yourself Googling all kinds of terms and conditions and and symptoms and, and filling your head with it? While we do have medical advisors and so many people in the field, I will Google 
way like you shouldn't see my search history if somebody were to look at it they'd be like what is this woman experiencing um, but yeah i would say in general don't google that's not a great thing for anybody but if you need to remember how a word is said or see the pictures or you know learn the worst case scenario of anything google is your best friend no this is why another <laughs> reason that i cannot be on chicago med because I, I would I would be convinced that I have yeah. everything yeah. that we're talking about on the show. The phobias that you all of a sudden develop just because of an episode that you're doing, you're like, I didn't know that I'm terrified of that. Oh, just I watching am. the show. Just watching the show. It's like, well, God, I hope I don't never get GERD. But we heal people, too. So it's like the worst case scenario, but they're good. Usually. Yes, absolutely. Usually. Because <laughs> yeah. we're yeah. great doctors. The best in Chicago. A little bit of a serious one, and then I'll sneak one in at the end here if I can. But um, what appreciation have has playing each of these roles given you for firefighters and for medical professionals? Either of you can start. The superhuman aspect. I mean, when you talk about a superhero, that's what that's what the people in the medical field and fire like all the first responders, I think that's the first and foremost thing that I've got from this is these are superheroes. And I'm so beyond grateful for the hours that are spent, the mm -hmm. dedication, and then these these amazing superhuman people yeah. that are able to make decisions in a split section, second um, to literally save lives and, and help, somebody, help somebody further their health and where they're going in life. And I think it's important that we just take a moment to understand that these people are also humans, you know? Yeah. And uh, what I've seen a lot in the fire service is people who are too busy saving lives to worry about their own, uh, especially uh, mentally. And yeah. um, so, you know, uh, when you see a first responder, maybe give them a smile and a wave because they deserve it. And uh, you don't know how hard they're really working. I yeah. love that. And then- How much they've given up to be able to do that. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Lastly, from me, uh, now that you are back on set and shooting and the, and the series is starting back up here, um, what, what is it like now to, to return to what you truly love to do after having it not taken away, but, uh, but, but the downtime, you, you know, the industry had? The best. Yeah. The best. I mean, the amount of joy that was on set between our cast and crew, and there are so many people involved in a production. People have no idea the the amount of lives that come together to make these shows happen. Yeah. And so to get to see everybody's face, the amount of joy that has been on set is amazing. And it was, you know, you take a break and there's a lot of hardships in that, but I think people got to do life and coming back, there's an even more of an appreciation mm -hmm for having the jobs that we do. It's a gift, it's a, it's a, a real, real gift. Um, and, you know, especially since we came back, I think in the middle of November, so it was like four weeks and then vacation. So, you know, like, it's like, what are we gonna complain about? Um, right, you get your toes, like, yeah, I feel yeah. like I was able to be like very finding our footing of like, we've been away for a while and now it's back and- Yeah, yeah, we're, yeah. Ba and we're back in the grind for sure. Like, it's, you forget yeah. how, how exhausting it is. Yeah. Uh, but you learn very quickly that, it, you know, it's a grind, but uh, it's the greatest possible job in the world. Yeah. I, mean, I, I couldn't be happier. I love that. Uh, this has been fun for us, guys. Thank you so much, Jesse uh, and and mayor of Anytown, USA, Minoso. 
thank you so much for, <laughs> not, for giving well not any time. town but you know like a chicago town. Uh, yeah a chicago town there you go <laughs> fair enough fair enough wednesdays from eight until eleven uh the family of chicago shows on nbc and news channel 13 thank you guys thank, thank you thank you i don't care what kind of stories that's been told on you that may be a lot of things in life you used to do if you can't give true love to me i'll understand just do the best you can Ultra, 2.6 carbs and 95 calories. The mountain is calling. Are you ready? At Alpenhouse, we have everything you need for your season on the slopes. Our expert team is ready to help you find the perfect setup for an amazing winter of skiing and snowboarding. With a great selection of the industry's top brands, you'll find the right skis or board to match your experience and style. And all the best equipment and accessories to keep you safe and comfortable. Get outside and play with Alpenhouse, run by skiers and riders since 1964. And now, back to Honorado and Miller, sponsored by Alpenhouse. Back on Honorado and Miller, and we're joined by UAlbany football head coach Greg Tuso. Exciting news. Uh, hey, coach, remember when there used to just be one signing day and you just had to worry about high school recruits? Boy, that feels like a long time ago, doesn't it? Well, it's like I tell everybody. In the old days, four years ago, a lot of things were different. You know, um, I, I, I honestly, signing, you have to understand what signing day used to be at colleges. It was 5.30 in the office, coffee, bagels, donuts for everybody. Compliance was here. Um, you have to, fax machines were rolling. People were cheering. You know, when I, when I was at Pitt, I thought they lost their minds. I was like, what is going on? Because, you know, at the smaller colleges, you don't have quite the same signing day. But it was a big thing, the signing day. You have an evening, you know, announcing to the fans in your season. It, it was, it, it's just – it's so different now. One of my friends is um, – I just heard this story today. It's great. One of my buddies at a Power 5 school, yeah. he, he was new to the place. And he, he he's not on the staff. He's a he's, he's a uh, an analyst. And he was like – Oh, heck, did they sign day? I better get in really early because that's what we do with this, you know. So he goes like six in the morning, gets there, it's empty. No one shows up until like 8.30. It's just different now, you know. It's, it's um, you know, half, half the kids on that list are here. You know, the transfers are pretty much – every transfer that's on there is here, getting ready to – and been here for a couple of weeks. So it's, it's just right. it's, It really is different, you know. And it's – I think I feel bad for the freshmen because – it's not their day. It's like you took the prom away from from all the the girls in high school, you know. And it's different. I mean, look, most of them most of them announce on social media even before it gets right. to the you know. It, there's very few have the hats out on the table and they pick up a hat, but it's just not done that way anymore. But you mentioned the transfers. Let's let's start there. And obviously, the one transfer everybody's going to focus on, coach, is the new quarterback. Um, and I'll say presumed starter. I'm not going to put words in your mouth, but knowing that he was recruited out of high school and played at Wisconsin, like people are just going to assume it, the job is his. But in that room, when you're trying to make up for what Reese Poffenbarger did for this program, you have to bring in multiple guys to see who the best guy is, correct? Yeah, you know, I think, you know, Trey Lindsay was at Auburn and 
was there for three years. And, and so it's, it's really to us, it's a, uh, an open battle. I mean, we, we went through that. I think the way we did it last time was great. It was fair. Um, through the spring, nobody jumped out. So we brought, you know, Reese came in in the summertime and, you know, he won the job pretty quickly. So it's all, you know, I mean, I, I love to use the word meritocracy and, and, and I, mm. I beat it into my kids because I, it doesn't matter who you are, where you're from, you know, Griff Waddell's not the starting running back here because he's from Glens Falls. He's here because he's, he's earned a job. And I think that's our message to the quarterbacks. You know, Trey, Trey came here knowing that, he was going to sit behind Reese for two years uh, unless there was an injury, but now the door's open for him to have an opportunity. He's, he's through, he's just through the roof excited about the chance. And I, you know, and miles is really a talented kid. You know, he was great in high school. He was uh, backed up as a freshman coaching change always gets quarterbacks mostly, Mm -hmm. you know, and so we feel good. We feel good about our younger quarterbacks too. You know, Jordan Ray's showed some potential last year. He's a very athletic kid. And um, Van Weber is a, 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 prep school kid that we bring it in in this class that's you know more your six three and a half you know strong arm pocket can move but you know so we got a little we got a little battle going on and uh so i'm excited about that and i think the biggest part is i think the, the offense around it is stronger you know on the o-line tight ends receivers running backs we've got a lot of depth so miles Burkett is the the quarterback from wisconsin we're talking about and i i read your quote greg that you said kind of what you just said here you felt well you feel like this offense is in a really good place with guys coming back from i mean an insane offensive perf- i mean look you've had back-to-back years where the offense has clicked like crazy yeah you know last year the offense i mean they've been really good there's no question about it i think um this year the offense took longer which was interesting but you mm-hmm. know with the when the idea is to have all three phases and i think the improvement on defense and special teams was a big part of getting through some bumps in the road. But the offense, you know, when you have Reese back there, you always have a shot to win the game. And, and uh, we might be a hair different, but um, we have confidence in our kids and, and um, the system is strong and, and we've got a lot of depth. You know, we 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 actually might be able to rotate some O-linemen this year, which is like a first. So we're always hoping to do that. You know? But it, it, it's a lot of work to do. Spring ball is going to be really important. And um, I can't wait. Every practice is going to be a really important practice. What's the breakdown here? 11 transfers, I think. Um, yeah, 11 transfers, 10 freshmen, some were early signing period, some were this signing day. Were you more active in the transfer portal this year than since <clears throat> it really kind of opened itself up? I think we were last year as well. I think, um, yeah. you know, we still have, we still have a group to go, you know, we, we're going to be adding more kids to this team in, in May, you know, and um, it's a couple of the freshmen in this class. I think three of them are prep school kids. So they're not yeah. really true freshmen. They, they've got a year of post-grad, which we like, they're here, you know, so that's, that's a big thing. So, um, you know, eight true freshmen coming in is about where we're going to be. And, um, you know, we think they're pretty good. You know, we think we've gotten some really good players and that, that were slipped through the cracks that would normally get a lot more offers. It's just a, it's 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 just the Wild West right now. And it's everyone has their own little philosophy. It's not like, um, you know, we if you look through the list, you know, there's there's an equal number of of uh, power five type kids coming down to play and a, and a group of division two kids to come up and play, which I love the division two kids because they just they just want to play ball. They don't care about anything else. They just want to play ball. And. 
they go to school and they work hard. They don't complain. And um, we've had great success with the division two kids. So it's a good group. We're excited. It's when I figure out who everybody is when they have their hoodies on and their masks on at practice, I, you know, it's, I, the guys I've been around, I can tell by how they walk and how they're built. Yeah. These guys are, if they change sweatshirts, I don't know who anybody is. Though, so it's, uh, it's, but we're, we're getting there. We're, we'll get there fast. Let me ask you the requisite local kid question here. Donald Jones, impressive high school career at CBA. What, what popped off the screen for you when you watched him? He, you know, we value speed here. Um, you know, Donald's not the biggest guy out there, but he's fast. He's athletic. But I think, you know, I was just telling the story at the, the press conference. One thing for me with Donald is I got really excited watching him cover on special teams. You know, that, mm. that to me is, you know, great football players, are they're going to be hungry on all at all times, every play. And, I, you know, I'm watching his highlight tape, and, and he's running down on kickoffs and hitting people. And, you know, he's just not a – He's just not a, a, a pretty pretty boy's uh, skill guy. You know, he wants to mix it up. And really, that's what the great players have is a physicality about them. It doesn't matter how size they are, how tall they are, how big they are. He has that. And, I, and I'm, I'm, I love that about him. And I think, you know, we saw evidence of that for the last two years in camps and watching him play. So we're excited about him. We think he's a really good football player. He's as good as any – you know, they say, you know, your local kids versus, you know, the out-of-town kids. But he's as good as anybody that we have in this class. He's a talent. He's part of a talented football family, smart family too. That uh, yeah, that he comes people. from. We just had the. It's great when you have official visits. You know the transfers are different. They don't bring their parents necessarily. But you know we, we got away from that freshman recruiting weekend a little bit. But we yeah. had one last weekend. It was great. You know it was great to just sit down with parents with the right questions and you know they're not worried about their kid getting a car or anything. They just they just they're looking for education. And so it was it was a nice. We had a really good group of kids, but the families were. We're really strong. That's what makes me feel good about the class. Many times is just when you when you like the parents, it makes things a lot easier, and it, they seem like they like us. So that's a positive too. Uh, you're not going to travel quite as much this coming regular season as you did last season because you're not insane enough to schedule it the way you previously did. But the schedule's out. You've looked at it. You know it. Obviously, um, aside from the conference play, which is always difficult what what excites you about the opportunities well you know the university of tokyo is looking for a game so we were thinking <laughs> about that um, but uh no we're you're right it's not as it's certainly not what we went through last year you know but i you know i think the kids one open it at home is huge i think that last year yeah open at home was big for us you know when it, at this level when you're playing a power five school in the first week and a, you know you're playing we're playing basic you know we're basically playing two guaranteed games it, it, it's a challenge, you know, and I think, you know, last year, the beating Fordham at home was, it, you know, we talked about a lot of things in the season, but that was probably the biggest key. You know, we had, we built a lot of confidence, you know, we have a tough home game, always first games are tough, but you know, we, we can, if we play our game and can get a win in that first game, I think everybody would be excited about traveling to West Virginia. And we know they're waiting for us in Idaho. They can't wait to get us there. They probably will cancel their first two games and get ready to go against us. So, um, you know, so yeah, it's going to be an interesting opener for us with the new people and everything. But uh, we'll know we'll know where we're at by the off week. You know, now we start getting into conference games. You know, attendance will be good for that first one because the weather's good. Students are just happy to be back on campus and, like you said, away from their parents and families. Um, but you, I read something else you said, Greg. Um, you know, may, maybe you felt more 
like the really pretty girl at the school dance this offseason than you have previously at UAlbany because of the success. But does that add some stress too? Like, hey, we're 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 getting it from every angle here. People want to be part of this program, which is exciting. But now we really need to be careful about players we're bringing in. Um, you know, I think this. I mean, I've never. The stress is the stress in this job. Whatever, you know, when you're when you're in the playoffs and you're 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 you know you're flying to Idaho, you, you know, you're sitting there thinking, what am I doing this for? But it's no different than when you're struggling. You know, you, that next yeah. game could be against anybody, but when you're struggling, it's it's the biggest game of the year. You know, so it's just it's just a business. It is what it is. You know, I, I my big thing is just is um, building a team that you like to be around, and, and I try to tell everybody. What, what we did last year started the year before. There, there's no there's no question because that football team went through a lot of hardships, never quit playing hard, mm. battled till the end. And, and that's what gives you the, the feeling that you can accomplish something. And I think, you know, this this team coming back can have a lot of those traits. Now, how we blend everybody and um, is going to be a big factor in it. But, no, I, I there's no extra stress. I do say – I would say about the fans, that, you know, I, I, I've been telling a lot of friends and – that last game, that Richmond game, playoff game, was the most invested fan we had. I don't know how many were there or not. It doesn't even matter. It's the, the yep. amount of noise and and how much they were into the game. And, you know, you, you go around the community and everyone's waving and saying, hello, coach, and great year. And, and uh, you know, we've made strides in, in building the program. And I still – I try to tell everyone I talk to, if we, we represent the university at Albany, but we also – we carry the name of this city and, and this town, and, and uh, I love when we get people that support. Yeah, we want we need our alumni and our fans, but we also need this town to support us too because it's a fun ride, you know. And I think a lot of new people will will join the join the the, the caravan next year, and that's great. That's great. Yep. All right, we we'll finish up the way we always do here, Coach. Let me fire some at you. You tell me if you've seen them or not. Now that you're in the off season, there. Uh, you know, it's so funny. How many times have I used with me. I know. That's how many story. times have I used the word off season, and yeah. the number of times you've told me that doesn't exist in this business, <laughs> and I know it doesn't. I know it doesn't. So I apologize. We're but now that you aren't playing game. games, now that you aren't coaching games, okay. Um, have you taken the time to sit through Oppenheimer? I thought it was brilliant. How about Flowers of the Killer Moon, or whatever it's called? Flowers of the Killer Moon. I would Killers say, of the Flower Moon. Kill, no, flower. it's it's Killer of the Flower Moon. Yeah. Here's what I say about that movie. Okay. The the subject matter is amazing and devastating. And and you don't know these things happen in life until you see a movie sometimes because you can't read every book. I thought the source I thought the acting was outstanding, but I, I get to the point in a movie, it's three and hours and forty minutes long. It's like, all right, I get the point. These people are bad people. Can we move on with the 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 I thought it was too long. Um, but uh, I I didn't like Leonardo very much. I thought he, he 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 was okay. I thought De Niro was fabulous, and I forget the the actress's name, but she was really good as well. Moonglow, or uh, I can't remember her name. But I, I would say watch it, but more importantly, read about it because the history behind it's mm. is it's it's terrifying. Um, TV shows. Have you watched The Bear? No. If he ain't handing me the food after he cooks it, I'm not watching it. The, but the portions are too small anyway. Yeah. We don't want that food. No, That's I, not for us. 
Yeah, I'm not. I'm not the bear guy. All right, it's the show's good. Is it? Um, what else are Ash and I watching? We watched a show on Netflix. Uh, I can't even remember the name of it. That's how good it was. It was okay. It's a book, really. Um, it's well, it's a movies. It's a best series. It's a little bit of a whodunit team. thing, which is which is good. How about The Last of Us on Max? Um, the uh, the uh, zombie one is that what that's called? Yeah. Oh, I think yeah. it's. I love that. I can't wait to see. Incredible. It. Yeah, it was intense. See, I'm a Reacher guy, though. See, I'm a. I've read every book. I love Reacher. Yeah. So I watched season one. I'm. I wanted all of season two to be released before I dove into that. So now I'll do that. Yeah, I know. I agree with that. I, 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 um, I read. I love Reacher, and someday I'll tell you the funny story how I got on Reacher. But I, I love the book. I read everything. So watching this last week, this last. I kept thinking I already knew what was like I saw the movie, the show, because I knew so much was coming, even though I consciously yeah. didn't, but nothing was surprising me. But I've read every book, so you know, I, I'm a big Reacher fan. Guy does uh, what else have you what else have you watched that people need to put on their radars? Oh man, I, I haven't watched an old Law and Order episodes lately because I'm so bored with oh I you know what I really like the winning season. I finally got to that, the second season. I thought that was well really well done. You I haven't watched it. it. Okay. Mm-mm. It's, it's, I, I, I love it. I think it's a great, it's, it's, it's kind of a um, very loose take on the, the magic years and, 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 yeah. the birth years. and it's, it's, it's entertaining as heck. And John C. Riley's amazing as Jerry Buss. And um, it's, it's worth a watch. It really is. Okay. And I, and it's funny. I was watching to compare. I watched the, uh, the, um, they did a documentary on bird and, um, in uh, yeah. Magic, and I, I watched that, and they were showing the clips from the real clips and the stuff they did in the game, amazingly accurate from what I saw. Because I was questioning some of the the, the film, they, the game stuff, but it was really good. You have to watch it; it's good. It's okay. Good. Yeah, I, well, look, I'm I'm not an athlete, but I I have a hard time with the actor portrayals of athletes. That's all. These guys okay. were. I'm telling you, they did a really good job with it. Like it's. Um, I think the, the the guy who played Magic was a chubby guy that they did a good job hiding some things. And obviously they're using stunt guys for some of the dunks and stuff. Yeah. But yeah. the guy that plays Kareem is is like really good. Like if you watch mm. it and uh, the guy who plays Larry Bird is shockingly right on. It's he actually shoots exactly like Larry Bird. It was it, it was it's just an interesting show. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The little fadeaway yeah. over the top. Yeah. Yeah. I'd watch it if I was you. I bet you really okay. I mean, I it lied. doesn't make I, Paul I, Westhead look very good, but yeah, well, yeah. I lied. I have one one more here. Will you watch all of the Super Bowl? Um, yes, this year I will. I generally don't, but I'm a big Patrick Mahomes fan, and and it drives my daughters crazy. I fight with him all game. We text all game, and I keep telling them, don't mess with Patrick. You know, I they don't. My like daughters, him. my daughter, Katie. Broke my heart by cheering for the Ravens, openly cheering for the Ravens. Like you can't do that when you're a Steeler fan. You're not a Steeler no. fan if you want the Ravens to win. Sorry, right? Nothing evil against the Ravens, but no, I'm a, I'm a Mahomes guy. I think he's the best. So I and Andy Reid. I mean, how how do you not root for Andy Reid? He just seems like such a good guy, and the guy is just. Every year, every year, no matter the quarterback, he's going to find a way to. It's yeah, incredible. He, there's an interesting stat that popped up. I saw on him. He's eight zero in the playoffs against his former assistants too. 
Ooh, that's a very Belichickian, Sabian yeah. thing that games yeah. used to get thrown out there a lot. Interesting. Very interesting. Yep. Okay. Yeah, I'll right. definitely. I, I I've watched I watch all the playoff games here. I I haven't watched all the playoff games since I was like seventeen years old. This is the first time I've done it. But there's nothing. The writers strike. There's nothing at the movies. There's nothing. It's been a it's been a drag. I was worried what you were going to ask in the movies, but at least you picked a couple. Yeah. Literally brilliant to me. I, I I know some people might not like it, but it's a great movie. Another. I haven't movie. seen it yet, but it's on the list. Oh, you should see it. Yeah, mm-hmm. you gotta, you'll like it. That's an investment. Three plus hours, right? And that's what happens once football's over. We take you know we get into the holidays. You know, I, that's that's movie time. You know, it's it's uh, yeah. All it's right, buddy. Good, it's good talking to you. Thank you for doing this as always. I Give won't bug you until August, maybe when you're in camp, all right? So sure. I'll give you a break. All right. Sounds good. Thanks, Greg. Be all good, right. buddy. It's good talking to you. memories start with Alpenhaus. Alpenhaus Ski and Board Shop, Amsterdam and Clifton Park Center. And now, back to Honorado and Miller, sponsored by Alpenhaus. All right, here we go. We'll wrap up the show with this. And now, Dirty, Difficult, and Done. Sponsored by Performance Industrial. A shout out to our guy, Bill Miller, Performance Industrial, where there's never a job that's too dirty or too difficult for his team to get it done. Is Bill Belichick done as an NFL head coach? 72 years old. Teams passed on him this cycle. I don't think he's done. He's certainly not done in us talking about him as a head coach because anytime this next season – there's a coach on thin ice. Belichick's name will be brought up over and over again. Like if Zach Taylor is off to a bad start in Cincinnati, do the Bengals look at Belichick? I think it's possible. I think it's also interesting in Buffalo, maybe, with Sean McDermott and the Jets, right? Two teams in the Patriots division, Robert Sala. If those teams get off to a rough start or if they just don't perform to the level they should, are McDermott and Sala out? And then do those franchises look at a guy like Bill Belichick? Interesting. So I'm not ready to say he's done as a head coach, but I certainly know he's not done being talked about as an NFL head coach. All right. Enjoy the Super Bowl, everybody. Thanks for hanging out this week on Honorado and Miller. We'll see you next week.